Welcome to Womb Talk. I'm your host, Elizabeth Vanderwilt, the owner and founder of Food for Womb Doula Services. With Womb Talk, we'd like to go over some different topics that are acceptable for all audiences. I am not a medical professional, so anything said is based off of research and the training I was taught. Anyone that has fascination for anything related to fertility, pregnancy, birth, and postpartum, it's a wide range of subjects that are at your fingertips. Don't forget to check us out on some other social media platforms as we are on Facebook and Instagram. Let's start talking, shall we? This September marks when I first started my training to become a doula. September 13th, 2018. Two whole years ago. I am so unbelievably... Okay, well, I should start from the very beginning. It all started with a woman named Julie. I won't go into any more details for that to continue with that, but it's just a Julie. Now, she was a doula and I knew her from my past. And the incredible thing was I was at the time in university to do my business major, to become one of the managers at a local thrift store that I have volunteered at for the past five years. I was so intent and thought I really wanted to do this. But after failing almost practically every course that semester, I didn't think I was going to be able to do it. And I didn't know what I was going to do next. So I was talking and I had put this on my list of hobbies that I wanted to take up because as everyone knows from everything I post, I was fascinated with birth and everything related to it for years. I just thought maybe it was a hobby and something strange of mine. But people were making a career out of this. Like people were able to go to birth. People were able to help with other children. And they were welcomed into it because it was considered a career. So all my years of thinking I had done something that was just considered a hobby or a fascination was able to become a career. And of course, I didn't have to do anything medical, which I've never felt that I was at a strong enough point to put someone else's life in my hands kind of thing. I never have been confident enough. And I believe when you're a midwife and you're a doctor, you're confident enough for that. So I'm beyond fascinated with the fact that this could be a career. <laughs> I was allowed to do this and make money from it and survive in the world because everything you have to pay for because I wanted to do it. And so what I thought originally would be a hobby, I thought, oh my, wow, I could do this as a job. Okay. So now another little backstory thing. My dad is a science teacher. He has a bachelor's and I was going to get a bachelor's in business. So I was going to do something, what I quote unquote thought was the most important thing to like get this big and fancy degree kind of thing. So telling him was one of the scariest moments at that time in my life. I thought, how am I going to tell him that I want to drop out from this great quality university to become a doula, which hasn't even been that well heard of. And what at one time I used to think was a hobby. So I'm sitting there and I'm preparing this whole speech of like how I'm going to tell him. And I'm sitting and my mom had decided and I brought out all like this research that I had done on it. And I told them, look, I keep failing my exams. I'm not happy with business. I want to do this. And he looks at me and he starts asking me questions. And he's like, does this seem interesting enough to you? And how much have people made from the past? And so I had done the research. And of course, at that time, it was, I don't know, from postpartum hours, right? Because you work a lot on our basis. So he looks at me. And he says, if this is something what you want to do, why would I stop you? 
He's like, I full 100% support you. And at the time I did not have the money. I wasn't working or anything. And I was 17 years old. I was going to turn 18 that summer. So I didn't have money to do this. So it had to come from his pocket at first. So to pay for it at the time, I believe it was 15 to $1,800. Now I got a job about six months later. So I was able to start paying my way back to him. And I still had school loans from university. So I had lots of debt to pay off by the time <laughs> that I had finally did it. But he was like, of course, I want you to do this. So that afternoon, I called the school and I was like, cancel all my other retakes of the exam. I'm out. I'm done. And that was the most liberating experience of my life. And I remember after it, I was so ecstatic and, and thrilled because I was going to get to make my fascination a reality. Now, I'm going to say this in the podcast because it's bringing tears to my eyes already, but I've been super emotional the past few weeks. <laughs> but my dad has been amazing support the entire time. These two years have been incredible. I am not kidding you. I remember I had to go to Service Ontario for something or other to get a car done or whatever. And he was boasting about me taking this um training. He went to the lady and he's like, oh, my daughter, she's going to become a doula and she's, she's going to help women through this important time of their lives and going to go to the hospitals and help people. And he was just so proud of me. And at that time, I wasn't even proud of myself because I was like, what if this doesn't work? What if I'm not good enough? What if I can't qualify? Or what if I don't certify in the end because I failed on my other exams? What will tell me that I can pass this one? So I was struggling a lot with self-doubt and I still have some issues once in a while when I see other people succeeding and I'm like I'm not them and I keep telling myself in the end I am not them I am me so anyway I am happy to announce that as of August 14th I believe if I remember the dates correctly I am completely let me double check here on August 19th correction I am considered a certified birth doula Wow. <laughs> Just the most incredible thing. And I would not be here today if it weren't for the people who had supported my dream. My very first birth client, I don't know how that came about, but getting her in my life and having that entire relationship built was one of the best incredible experiences. And I, I feel like if I hadn't got because I had a, a negative experience before that. And I thought, Oh, great, here's a start more reason that I can't do this. And after once I got that first birth client that she really laid the foundation of my birth work, if it weren't for her, I don't know if I'd be here today. There was many times in the beginning where I really thought I was going to quit because I didn't know if this was going to happen at all. But because of her and her family, it really most incredibly changed my life. I had witnessed the most incredible birth experience. Well, all births are incredible in my eyes. And sometimes they don't always turn out the way the family would like it. But bringing a child into the world is something that is a very interesting sight to see. And being allowed that I was there and that I got to witness these things for these births, I, I'm crying again. <laughs>
is just outstanding. And some of them are my fondest memories in life yet. So I sometimes wish I could redo it though for, because I was so young and so like, she really took a chance on me because I, I will admit if I could redo it, I probably would have helped with way more knowledge than I did at that time. And at certain times I feel like I failed her because I know so much more now than I did then. But if it weren't for her, I wouldn't be where I am today. So of course, everything works in a pattern and you have to focus on that. I've also been a doula through a pandemic. That just deserves silence for one thing. I, I've, I'm very, what's the right word? There's a lot going for a lot of people that it's happening. You know what I mean? It's made me miss births and only be present through communication via social media, text, and Wi-Fi. It hurts my heart because I missed some people's births that I wish I could have been there. And I wish I could have helped in all the ways that I normally do. Just my presence, I, I feel doesn't make that big of a difference, but you know, I like to help where it's possible. And I just feel like I can't help the same way when I'm just a text message or a video chat. But we have had one hell of a year. And last year this time, I didn't know that I would soon be having an eventful fall with wonderful vendor shows leading to bring some incredible people into my life. <laughs> when you look back on history, you wish you knew what you knew now to better prepare yourself and possibly make the situation better, if any. You know, it's been a long year, and I know that it will get better, eventually. But it always will continue to be 2020. And you'll live this year probably in some memories, like I do certain memories, like repeat over and over in your head, and you'll probably think back on how you wish things would have gone. But on I don't know if other people have been this way, but I've really made 2020 a year. I've done things to make sure that it still feels like I did something with my life, that I didn't waste an entire year. I look at my fellow classmates who took the training with me, and I see them succeeding and faring so well. So, of course, when I submitted the exam, I felt so down on myself, and I feared that I wouldn't pass. And I have always been the type of person to have issues with self-loving and positive thinking. So a quote that I've tried to become a mantra for my mornings now, uh, because this year you learn something new every day, they say, um, the saying that has stuck with me is, you are enough. You are so enough. It's unbelievable how enough you are. Now, I may have quoted this before, but I think it's one of the best things I've ever heard in one of the best things I've heard in all my life. And it's by the talented Ciara Bogus, a Broadway star whom I've listened a lot to this year. Let's just say it. There's some things that really has made my year better. So this quote is printed on a piece of paper on the back of my headboard. And I read it most mornings when I get up and I'm like, we are enough. I want others to learn. I want others to know. And I want people to see what I see because I know I'm enough because we have the talent within us. So I just want to say <laughs> thank you for coming on my journey as a doula. And for those who keep following my journey, uh, thank you because, you know, 
I wouldn't be here if it weren't for you. I appreciate all my followers on social media, my family, my clients. They have been incredible. They're outstanding. I am in awe of them. They're goddesses. I love them. Um, I'm always planning new things. I'm trying to stay busy because, you know, even though we're home most days, you know, it seems to be we're in September already. We're going to be ending up going to 2021 before we blink our eyes. And, you know, just stay tuned. Keep an eye on my doula shop, other knickknacks I'm always keeping busy with. And like always, thanks for listening. Come back next month. Got a new episode. Anyway, have a great day, guys. Bye.